Hey everyone, this is Jacob Peterson, and you are listening to the Millennial Minister Podcast. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. Hope you had an amazing week. And, you know, I'm excited about today because today's Friday. And that means today is the Millennial Minister Podcast release. Every Friday, I'll be dropping a new episode. I've been so encouraged by all the feedback I've been receiving from these. And listen, I would also love to hear any ideas you have or any topics you want to hit, you'd love to hear hit on from this podcast. Um, I, I have a few things stirring in my heart that I want to share on, touch base on. They're going to be fun. I'm also going to be dropping some bonus episodes here in the next couple of weeks uh, on current current topics such as the election and uh, the debate and crazy stuff like that. So keep your eye open for those. I'm just going to drop some random bonus episodes. Uh, but uh, I've been enjoying this Embrace the Process series. Uh, this has been a life word for me. This has been something that when God began to speak to me about there being a process that everyone used mightily by God has had to endure a process. It brought so much peace. It brought so much clarity into my life. And um, listen, I believe if you are not in that place where you are doing what you feel God has assigned you to do, most likely you're in a process that right now you might be driving to a job you are not called to do. Like you might be driving to, I don't know, like um, Red Lobster, you know, to bus tables. And I know you did not in kindergarten say, when I get older, I want to sell, I want to hand out those baskets full of those cheesy biscuits at Red Lobster. Praise the Lord for those biscuits, but I, I don't think that was really on your heart in kindergarten to do now. You know, when you're crying at the altar with your hands raised saying, here I am, God, use me. You're not envisioning uh, working in a call center, making minimum wage, you know. Uh, but even though you are in a place right now where you're not doing what you feel God's called you to do, I believe there's a grace to be faithful where you're at. I believe there's a grace to be faithful in the in the area and the arena God has called you to be. And, and when I use the word minister in the title millennial minister, I, I say that in the sense that we're all called to ministry. We're all called to serve God in some way, shape or form. And there is more out there for us. There's more influence. There's more assignments. There's more calling. There's more purpose that we are called to step into. So I'm I'm excited to share on this topic. It has honestly set me free, um, knowing that there's a process we must walk through. And you know, the first week I talked about time. You can go back and uh, listen to those episodes. Time last week I talked about motives. You know, mo motives, mo problems. You know, um, I hit on that of how we have to have pure hearts. Um, in order to be used by God, that God will not share his glory with another. And in his love, he will reveal impure motives to us. And today, um, this is a, a life message for me that God has challenged me with ever since I first started in ministry because Lord knew I needed it. Um, and this is something that I'm very passionate about. And it is uh, simply the topic of character character. And, you know, when I 
first started out in ministry, uh, this is something, actually something that uh, Pastor Aaron Burke, you know, I'm here at Radiant Church, honored to serve on staff here at an amazing church in Tampa, Florida. God's doing amazing things. And um, Pastor Aaron launched this church seven years ago. And I had the privilege of interning under him when I was 18 years old. And that's where I heard a phrase that has forever stuck with me, like branded my heart, branded my spirit from a young age. And it, it still speaks volumes to me this day. And it's simply this, character trumps charisma. Character trumps charisma. What does that mean? At that point, I was, um, like I said last week, I didn't, I wasn't exactly winning in the motive game. I, I wanted to preach to nations. I could preach. I enjoyed preaching. I loved standing in front of people and sharing the word and going for it. Um, that came easy to me um, because of God's gifting. But what that phrase revealed in me was, it does not matter how good you are on the platform. If your character is not up to par, it means nothing. And that, I mean, that that's something that I still carry with me to this day, that on it, let's just be real, at the end of the day, God is not moved by how well you can preach. God is not moved by how well you can sing and you can hit runs. You know, he's not moved by how many Instagram followers you have or how many YouTube hits. Like, it, I'm not going to stand before God and him be like, you know what, Jacob, you were a good preacher. Like, obviously, I know God delights in our gifting, but my relationship with him is the prime thing. My relationship with God and, and my me being a disciple is bigger than me operating in my gifting. And the danger is when we put our gifting over really our character and who we are when no one is looking. I love that definition of character. Who we are when no one is looking. Are we the same uh, that we are on Instagram or as my wife calls it, Insta-sham, you know what I'm saying? Or fake book, like everybody looks good on there and everybody can, can you know, is burning for Jesus on there and you got your Bible and your coffee and everything looks good. But who are you when you log off? Who are you when you are not in front of people? Are we the real deal? And in order for us to become all, God that, all that God's called us to be, we have to allow God to create in us a, a lifestyle of character and integrity. And I want you to get this. Listen, premature promotion is recipe for disaster. Premature promotion is recipe for disaster. Meaning if I am not ready to inherit, if my character is not as strong as it needs to be, it will do more harm than it will good. And the thing that should be a blessing in my life will actually be the thing that takes me out. Like I remember, uh, you know, first starting out in ministry and I so, you know, like you see like Hillsong. And it's like, man, I want to preach a hill song one day. Or you see a Reinhard Bonnke crusade and you see these big venues. And I remember being like, I can't wait and praying, God, use me in that aspect. I want to reach millions for you. And I want to see stadiums packed out for you. And yes, 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 God do that. 
But I remember hearing God so clearly one day say to me, son, it is my mercy. I haven't opened up that door to you because you would run it into the ground. It is my mercy. I haven't given you an international platform because you are not ready to carry it. And that is a truth that I want us to embrace today is that our character is the foundation in which we build our ministry. Our character is the foundation in which we build our ministry. And we have all heard horror stories of ministers being one way on the stage, but in the green room, they are divas. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't talk to me. I got to rest my voice and, and I need, you know, I need a bowl full of green M&Ms only. And if I see a red M&M in there, like I'm going to preach, grab my honorarium check and bolt because I'm, you know, like I, I'm just, you know, I'm a diva. It's like we've heard horror stories of people meeting their heroes behind stage and walking away saying they are not who I saw on the platform. And that scares me. I don't know about you. I want to be the real deal. Like I genuinely want to love and care for people. And I want behind the scenes, you know, the person I am behind the scenes, when I'm riding down the road and someone cuts me off, that's who I really am, not who I am on the platform, who who my kids see at home, how I treat my wife, that is who I really am, not my Instagram handle, not who I am traveling, you know, being on the stage on the weekends and da 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 da. That is not the real me. The real me is who I am behind closed doors. The real me is my thought life. The real me is the thoughts and the intents of my heart. Listen, I want you to get this. Character, character will either be your greatest asset or your biggest liability. Okay, get that. Character will either be your greatest asset or your biggest liability. Definition of a liability is a person or a thing who is likely to cause embarrassment or put one at a disadvantage. And I believe character is meant to be our greatest asset. I believe that our character is meant to be something that points people to Jesus. It is supposed to be something that when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. That that when, when I'm at Publix, I'm telling you, I, I think God does this a lot. You know, there'll be days where I'm at Publix shopping and, you know, I'm just going about my business and someone will stop me and they'll say, hey, aren't you the pastor? Aren't you over there at Radiant Church? Don't you like uh, speak sometimes? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Hey, nice to meet you. And what that does is it shows me, hey, we've got to be the real deal at all times. You never know who is watching because no matter where you are in life, you are leading someone, whether you are working at the call center or you are pasking out cheddar biscuits at Red Lobster, someone there is watching you because they see that Jesus uh, fish thing on your car and they, you know, see your Instagram posts and they see your stories. And when we lose it, we have a meltdown and we dog cuss everybody in the room and punch our manager and we break the Red Lobster tank and throw the lobsters on the customers because we have a meltdown. That doesn't paint a picture of Christ. And in those moments in the store, I just sit in there and I just think, Thank you, Lord. Like, I'm I'm just, I, I'm so glad that, you know, we don't have to live a lifestyle of being fake. Being fake has got to be the most draining thing. Let's just be the real deal. 
Let's just be who God has called us to be. Because if we lack character, it will be a liability. It will be something that rather than causing us to win people to Christ, it will be that thing that pushes people away from Christ. Because at the end of the day, we're called to be representations of Jesus on the earth. So as I wrap up, let me finish with this. How do we develop character? How do we develop this this thing called character? Do we need to go out and buy the latest, greatest leadership book? Like, What does that look like? I believe wrapped up in this process of becoming who God's called us to be, it just naturally comes in there. It is just a natural part of this process that God interweaves into our life day in and day out. I believe it comes through reading the word. I believe it comes through a good throat punch from the Bible. Can I get an amen? If you need a good throat punch, go read the book of James. It will throat punch you in a heartbeat. It comes from reading the word. I believe the word of God, God speaks to it through me and it checks my spirit. And I say, Ooh, man, I'm lacking that. You know, I've, I've, my, my, I've been a little fleshy recently. I've been a little edgy to my family recently. It comes from reading the word. God creates in us clean hands and a pure heart. As we read the word of God and we ingest the word of God, it gives us that character that we need, that that right foundation to build our ministry upon. But the second thing that happens is through prayer. Same thing is when we are praying and we are seeking God, as we begin to pray, God is faithful to reveal the weak areas in our life. He is faithful to reveal the weak areas in our life. It's like when you go to buy a home, what happens? You order an inspection. Why? Because you don't want to buy something and find out there were hidden issues. (laughs) Can I get an amen right there in your car, jogging down the road, just shout amen, slap your neighbor a high five and shout amen. You order an inspection. Why? Because You don't want to purchase something that looks good on the outside, but in reality, the foundation be messed up or the wiring be messed up. And when we pray, what happens is Holy Spirit inspects our heart to say, "Uh uh-oh, hey, this is here. And hey, you know, you don't really follow up on your word a lot. Or, hey, you you said you were going to do this and you didn't do it. Or, you know, these areas where our character, you know, that the those adulterous thoughts that you have, they're going to come back to bite you. You better deal with that. You know, or that, yeah, so-and-so didn't ask you to preach and you're starting to get a little bit bitter. So you better check your spirit. And Holy Spirit will inspect our hearts in those places of prayer to ensure we have character. Last thing that I believe one way God uses to develop character in our life is through having leaders speak into our lives and have hard conversations with us. And listen, if you feel called to be used by God, but you do not like having hard conversations with a leader who is above you, who can speak into you and call stuff out, it's not going to be a fun ride for you. (laughs) It's why, because it is crucial. I, you know, I just want, I want people in my life to say, Jacob, I noticed this. You need to work on that. Because if not, this is going to happen down the road. You know, there, there's going to be moments. They're guaranteed. If, if your leader does not have those conversations with you, reevaluate whether or not they are truly a leader in your life. 
You need to have people to speak into your life and say, hey, I see this. You know, I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've had Pastor Aaron, I've had Miss Karen, I've had other leaders in my life speak into me and say, hey, like, you got to guard your heart. Or, hey, I see this. You need to work on this. You know, those hard conversations that God will have in our life. Guess what? A lot of times it comes through our spouses. And our spouses will say, hey, I noticed how you responded to the kids. You need to change. You know, or hey, are you starting to get bitter? You got to work on that. They will speak into your life to challenge those areas that have been faulty. Why? Why do we need to go through this? Why do we need to allow the the this process of, of developing character? And I, I want to I want to end this thought with you. And I, I pray it, it puts encouragement. I pray it also puts the fear of God in your life too. I would rather right now endure the fires of testing and come out pure than have to endure the pain of a moral failure. Get that. Get that in your heart. Man, I it's not fun. It is not fun. Character issues are just that. It's like stretching. Stretching is not fun. It hurts every time. I, st- I can still barely touch my toes. But guess what? I don't want to pop a hammy. Amen. I don't, I like, I, I understand it's going to be painful. Okay. But I would rather endure pain right now than endure the pain of standing before a board and saying, you know, my spouse and I are getting a divorce. I was unfaithful. Or, Yes, I did skim a little money off the top, but I was planning on repay it back. And boom, everything falls down around you. Oh man, my prayer is, God, search me and know me. See if there be any wicked way in me. Let that be the cry of our hearts. As millennial ministers, listen, man, it it breaks my heart. as, As I see, I've seen some of my heroes fall. And it breaks my heart and it puts the fear of God in me to say, number one, man, if number one, God, keep me in a safe place. I humble myself before you. If we ever see a leader fall and there's an element in us that said, I know I knew it. That's pride. And you better check your heart. No, no, no. I humble God. Oh, my goodness. I lift them up. But at the same time, I say, Lord, search me, whatever it takes. Any shortcuts I've been taking, call me out. Any character, any cracked foundation in my life, reveal it in me so I can take care of it. Let's be leaders of character and integrity. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining today. My prayer is that this blesses encourage you. Again, don't forget to subscribe and review. Thank you to everyone who's done that. And remember, I'm going to be giving out a book. I'm going to mail you a copy. I'm going to write a letter in the front of it. Um, send it to you um, and a, a copy of a book, Spiritual Leadership by Jay Oswald Sanders. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal book that has really impacted me. I'm going to send that. I'm going to go through and do a drawing. Uh, if you like, review, or share this on Instagram or your social media platform, thank you so much. I'm praying for you. God bless you. We have some exciting stuff on the horizon. I will see you next week.